when did you know black was beautiful? I feel I always knew that I was beautiful. I definitely always felt different. Always. Always. Yeah, always. You know, I've always known black is beautiful, definitely. Yeah. It's, it's funny you ask because I, I wrote a song when I was seven and I said, I'm a beautiful black queen, but I'm a generous queen. That's something that my mother like always taught me. She definitely always let me know that I was beautiful consistently. And she always reminded me of that. It's Julie Global Wilson, and you are listening to The Color Files. The Color Files is really special because it is a celebration of Black beauty. So you have to have that sense of self and strength and, and know that it's it's the most beautiful thing, like being Black. But you always knew that being a Black woman, you were lit. For sure, for sure, for sure. I never felt less than as a Black woman growing up, no. I love hearing stories and I love hearing people talk about the trials and tribulations, but also the successes that they've gone through. And I think we can inspire people and entertain them. My mother always taught me from a young age to know my worth. There's racism within the race and Sometimes I would go on vacation, I would get a little bit darker than I was when I left, and I would get back and people would make fun of me. If you're a fan of beauty, you're definitely going to love this because you'll probably know most of the people, if not all the people that I'm speaking to. But if you're not a fan of beauty, you're absolutely going to still love it. I have just seen Sky here. This is Iman. I am here with Miss L. Varner. I have with me Yandy Smith. Hey, this is Sir John. Sir John, celebrity makeup artist. It's my honor as the global beauty director to really bring their stories to the forefront and make sure that they are forever and always documented and people can come back. I would love all of you to tune into The Color Files on iTunes or wherever you can find podcasts. Hey, Corey. Hey, Charlie Pan. What you feeling over there? So, I went to um, search Zaddy <laughs> on Instagram. One of my favorite hashtags. And I realized, like, I guess it must be, uh, maybe it's a nickname for Zion, Zayn Malik. Is it? Because there's a lot of pictures of him coming up. <laughs> he was in um, One Direction. He's a cutie pie. Mm-mm. He's um, Arabic. Real cute. He had that song, Pillow Talk. Mm-mm. Wait, if y'all can see the face, Corey's making <laughs> with you. <laughs> Why she body rolls? I'm Charlie Penn. I'm Corey Murray. This is Yes, yes girl. girl. And we have a special guest host, because I'm going to get back to Corey's grind face in a minute. And then you'll know why I'm searching Zaddy. Yes, and we will explain. But welcome back, Julie Wilson, our what global up? beauty director. What's up, guys? Oh, he is cute. Ooh, hi, you fame. But Pulled this isn't like a... This isn't a zaddy in my no, head. No, he's, to too, he's too young. He's you too have to young. be of a certain age to be a zaddy. But I See, the like reason we are talking about zaddies is because our guest on the show today, we had a great time with him. He's legendary. We're all going to, it's BB Winans. We're going to enjoy this. But we had a moment where we asked him if he knew that he was labeled a zaddy. And his response was hilarious. Right. Hilarious. We won't even spoil it. No. But it did prompt us to want to have a zaddy conversation today. So I hope you guys are ready. We're going to keep it cute. But Julie, yeah. We invited you to join us for BB. Yes, because I harassed you when you told me <laughs> that morning that you were interviewing BB Winans, and I'm such a stan that I was like, can I just please guest host with you guys? Because I'm so, I love his music. Yes. I've listened to it all my life. It inspires me, it uplifts me, and I just had to be in that room. So and of course, thank you, ladies. Yes. For of course. Blessing me and my You're soul welcome. With You're welcome. You're a whole podcast host now, yeah. Color Files. Oh, yes. yes. So you're welcome. What did you interview recently? Um, so no big deal, but the BFF in our head, Tracy Ellis Ross. Like, Everything. I would drop this mic if I could, but I can't pay for it. That conversation. <laughs> <laughs> 
that conversation you had with Tracy on Color Files was everything. Uh, it was so good. She was so real and open about being a black woman in this industry mm-hmm. and wanting to, her seeing us and uplifting us. Yeah. I mean, I think it was one of the realest conversations I've ever seen her have. Ever. So I was like really blessed that we were able to do that. And we just had so much fun. We were in LA. We jumped on on the bed together. We were just being really. You guys are real best friends now. It felt like it, right, Corey? Did you feel that vibe? I did. I did. I'd like to feel that way. (laughs) At least she knows I exist. Wait, the the voice changed. She's like, in my head. It's It's not in your head anymore. And it's a little outside of my head. And her new hair care line pattern, which is amazing. Her baby. When you tried it, your curls were so popping. They could. They were so. I need they to. They were some. really I'm about good. To take these braids. I was out. gonna say you made me want to take the crochets out a little yeah. bit. Her so heavy conditioner. That's the one. I mean, the whole line is dope. Mm-hmm. But the heavy conditioner, because there's a medium and a heavy. The heavy conditioner. Get that. And her brush. Amazing. Wait, I got a okay, Because you're a whole global beauty director, mm-hmm. I have to ask because I do have the color still in my mm-hmm. hair. Is her stuff good for color treated hair? It is. Okay. It really right. is. It's really nourishing. It doesn't strip your hair. All of that. So, I mean, I can't say enough about it. And mm-hmm. her. So, like, I'm I have just to say. Blessed. If it's Julie Wilson approved, I believe it. Julie's authenticity. No, for beauty. Mm, you know, like, because yeah. I know yeah. a lot of folks get, you know, ads, sponsor, pay. We see hashtag ad everywhere. Right. Like, you never do that, Julie. I and I love that about you. And when you're like, I love this, I usually yes. am like, okay, add to cart, Amazon. Yes. Because I know that, like, you actually take it and try it and live with it. So. That's my job. We got it. That's what you do. And, and black if you, women, you know. We will drag each other. If oh, yeah. Right. It, so, true. like, I can't be out in these streets telling you to buy something. That's going to mat your hair. Good. Right. Yeah. So, if you guys are not already following Miss Julie on Instagram, please do. With because her par- product reviews that are not sponsored are everything. Hello. Not Thank sponsored. You. I love Thank it. I love you. it. Hashtag love not it. sponsored. Okay, so make sure you stay tuned after this intro to hear a sneak peek at my conversation with Tracy Ellis Ross. It's dope. It's so good. Okay, so can we talk about zaddies yet? No. I'm still on my high from this weekend. I did see oh gosh, I did see some zaddies Murray. down in Atlanta. There were all the zaddies that were in Atlanta this weekend at Tyler Perry's opening. Can you please explain? Can we just have a moment of silence, though, for a second, that Corey she Murray was at the opening of Tyler Perry's Looking studio? Like, that is iconic on a like whole Like a whole goddess. You'd appreciate this. On the carpet. I had to go over to Corey's desk yesterday and be like, can I just touch you? Me too. I was you like, were in that room. I walked in yesterday and I was like, oh my God, goddess. <laughs> She looked, she looked beautiful, but to be in that room. Where so, was your publicist? Where was your Julius? <laughs> Where was your bodyguard? <laughs> it was only me. Because they were clearly like, you get you get to go yourself. Um, so real talk, Julie, you appreciate this. Um, I've been watching Styling Hollywood with Adir Curtis and Jason Bolden, who we worked with a lot. And I'm always thinking about when he would wanted to style Tarazi for the Emmys, he wanted to have a big glam, big glam, right? So fast forward to... You know, I'm a Southern girl at heart. Yeah. There's no Neiman Marcus really up up this way. I love Neiman Marcus from back in my days at Texas. So I went to the mall and there was a Neiman Marcus. I said, well, let me just see. Let me just look at the dresses. So I go in. I'm leaning towards this just black halter top with the lady and Neiman Marcus was really helping him out. Shout out to Malika. She was really, really great. Um, but then she pulled out the gold dress that I ended up buying. And I'll admit, I thought it was a little old. Um, and I was like, so pretty. Uh, I don't know. And she was like, just try it on. Just try it on. So I tried it on, and all I could hear was Jason Bolden's voice in my head saying, go glam. It's a gala, go glam. Go hard or go home. And it was a little bit out of my price range. And I said, well, is it on sale? It was on sale. Look at God. Look at God. God was like, that's your dress. That's my dress. And I just, and then, you know, uh, rest in power, Diane Carroll. You know, she had just Mm. passed away. And the dress really did give me Dominique Devereaux vibes. And I just said, I'm going to do it. And you slay. I'm going to do it. So that's the story of my Joseph's between it. Dominique Devereaux, Jason Bolden. <laughs> and I wanted to do it. But long story short, you yes, so I was very honored to be invited um, to the Tyler Perry Gala. It was everything that you guys have been reading. Please go check out my story on Essence.com because I was in the room. You know, uh, everybody was there. Ayala Van Zandt kind of almost gently pushed me out of the way so she can get a photo with Bill Clinton. It's fine. (laughs) It was fine. Bill Clinton, Bill Clinton, Oprah, Oprah, Will and Jada, Will and Jada, Anthony Anthony Anthony. Anthony. 
Like you got, and everyone keeps asking me like, oh, how was it? And I'm like, you know what? And everyone's like, were the security guards there, whatever? And I'm like, when I'm telling you guys, this was like the most epic family reunion. Like there was none of that where you could just be walking. Like I kept stepping on, shout out Jill Scott. I'm sorry. I kept stepping on her dress. (laughs) You know what I mean? But you would look and be like, oh, there's Vanessa Williams. Oh, there's Tika Sumner. Oh, there's Will and and Jay. Like it was the range of people that were there. Whoopi Goldberg, Jennifer Lewis. Beyonce and Jay-Z. Beyonce and Jay-Z. I like looked over because I saw Jay-Z's hair first and I was like, oh, Jay's hair. And then all of a sudden there's Beyonce. And and it was, I noticed them right after I have to say, and this is what made the uh, evening really epic. And I'm getting chills. Talk about it. Mm. I'm thinking back when I saw Whoopi Goldberg, she's getting, you know, there, um, there was a voice of God saying, you know, she's an Emmy winner. She's a Grammy winner, Oscar, you know, she's an EGOT. Mm-hmm. All the things. And then, you know, she pulls down the rope to reveal the, the her name. And you know she smashes the champagne on the on the on the building, and she starts to cry. And it's that cry where you know, as a black person, that you're like, "Oh my God, they see me." You feel seen. You feel seen, and I could tell she felt seen. And it, and what was interesting is, no, she had all the accolades. She had everything. She's got them all, but she felt seen in that moment. And it was really beautiful because I realized I started noticing in everyone else. Because I'll be honest, the first couple of dedications, they were um, by family members. Like, you know, Harry Belafonte couldn't be there, so it was Sherry. You know, of course, Diane Carroll couldn't be there. Della Reese um, couldn't be. You know what I mean? But the people who were there, the living living legends, that's what was the energy they gave you. And that's when I realized how beautiful it is that... What Tyler Perry, I mean, granted, the man knows how to throw a party. Hello. Mm-hmm. But what he did in honoring them was really, really beautiful. So it was, it's, I got chills just looking at all the photos. I was like, oh. this is the Black Hollywood excellence yeah. showing up like at the carpet. Tearing up, like looking oh at God. Instagram and mm-hmm. seeing how special yeah. this was. And you know what else it made me think about? You know, we cover award shows all the time. And I was like, yeah, we really, you can tell that we, as in Black Hollywood and Black entertainers, not me, me, but them, we, mm-hmm. don't feel seen in those communities, in that mm-hmm. crowd. They show up sometimes. Sometimes they do the carpet. It's like one or two photos. They're not really smiling. Like, they're just like, I'm checking this box. I'm mm-hmm. nominated or whatever. That carpet, Ooh. everybody was, that melanin was glowing. Those mm. smiles were big. I felt the difference. They were there with, the, everybody had their their spouse, their partner, yeah. their other. Like, everybody showed up and showed out. You know, you got me thinking about, because there was a moment, I think, right after they revealed Oprah Winfrey's, mm-hmm. and I saw Sam Jackson. You know, I looked behind me. Um, Viola Davis was there with Julius. You know, it's Raji Prienza. And I'm realizing that Tyler Perry, first of all, this studio space is so big. He could dedicate another 20 studio stages. Wow. But I, but, but in watching them, I realized there's even more people he could have dedicated. Right. There's more people. And I was like, and they were all there congratulating each other. It was really... I'm sure he really will something. expand. I mean, I'm sure, I'm totally, totally, he will expand. But it's, um, and I, I love saying this quote, just so you guys know, this studio is bigger than Warner Brothers. Disney's Burbank and Paramount Studios put together. And he owns it all by himself. By himself. Independently owned. 100% his. 100% his. And there are plans for it to have a studio tour. Like, so you can do like the studio tours like you do at Warner Brothers. That's when you go to the So you, but it's not now, but eventually that is the plan. What a blessing. It was really, really something to be here. Tyler, please at us and tell us where to send the job applications. (laughs) I know, because. Because I want to be a part of this. And that's another thing. The amount of people he's employing just in Atlanta, in Georgia, is really epic too. He said in his speech that, yes, this was his dream, but he realizes all the people that come through those gates every day, they were a part of his dream too. What What a legacy. Yeah. What a legacy, Tyler Perry. Yeah. He is just I gotta give my give credit where it's due. Tyler, we Ooh, see you. We see you. And what you're right. doing, you've been in the history books, but Built this is next level. Table. He was Built like his from the own ground table. Up. I don't want to sit at your table. I'm still yeah. up. Love it. Ooh. Mm. Okay. So speaking of excellence, BB. BB one is y'all. Who was there? He was there. He was there. I didn't get to say hi because he was so um, he was far away from me. But let me tell you what I did see was that lovely beard. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That beard was there and it was conditioned. (laughs) I could tell he had on a gold golden black jacket and it was conditioned. It was conditioned. (laughs) We love a bearded bag. Can we just black women will never stop. No. And I do love when they're nice and moist and conditioned and they don't look dry or flaky. We we don't we can't do that. No. 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 Favorite bearded bag. Oh, Idris. Because I don't need like all of it, but you know who's kind of coming for him a little bit, Omari. 
and power mm. with that full beard. You right. I'm you right. loving it. That is a well manicured beard, y'all. You right. I see you, Omari. It's true. Like it's just you know because I like that Idris was like not a full like kind of like kind of there not there. What do you call it? like a shadow beard or something? I don't like know it's what not. It means. I don't know. But when you, if I'm really being honest, like bearded, bearded, Omari's got that crown right now. In my opinion, what about I you guys? love when the beard gets uh, there's a little gray coming in. Ooh, let's talk. And again, pepper. it's going all right. So I'm gonna go a little left. And shout out to Lauren Porter, who first put this in my head, but Jeff Goldblum. Girl. Jeff. Where's the lie? Goldblum. There's no lie there. And in fact, if you search Jeff Goldblum on black Twitter right now, <laughs> just look. I've been saying this behind the scenes, but I'm going to claim it on the air. We need to do a Jeff Goldblum interview on Yes Girl. We do. Because he is the most beloved white zaddy. <laughs> let, me, let me look and see who his publicist is. White actor who's in full zaddy. Who's his publicist, Corey? I'm about to find out. We're gonna Y'all know who I'm ask. talking about. Jurassic yeah. Park. I mean. Wasn't he in The Fly? He yeah. was in The Fly. I'll be honest. I didn't like pre, like old school Jeff Goldblum. You like zaddy Jeff I Goldblum. I like zaddy Jeff Goldblum. So what makes a zaddy? Can we talk about it? Because I think be like, like people are mislabeling 40, them. right? At least 45, I, like I think. Yeah. 40, 45. I think 45. I yeah. need you Actually, to be like. <laughs> no, I'm not going to say that because I'm of a certain age and that makes me feel away. But uh, <laughs> shout out to the 80s babies. But um, I think 50s. 50s? Yeah. Because I don't. I think maybe 60. I'm feeling you, Corey, because I don't understand why they're calling Idris Zaddy. He's, no, he's not, not Zaddy he's yet. Not a zaddy he's yet. just Bay. Yeah. Right? Or Bearded Bay. Bearded Bay. Why is he a zaddy? Like, I mean, salt and pepper hair, I know, gets people up there. I mean, I know he has a whole grown grown child. Like, he just gives grown. I guess if you have grown kids, that's a start. Maybe that's another part. If you have a whole grown child. Ladies, what's a, what makes a zaddy yeah. to you? Yeah, Hashtag to Yes Girl Podcast. And we're talking about zaddy, Z-A-D-D-Y or I-E. But be careful when you you um, you um search it on IG because it's a whole other hashtag. It's a whole other situation that comes up. I mean, I, I like know, it. No, but someone's monopolized yes, the zaddy. Yes, yeah. Apparently, um, it is Zayn Malik's. I think it's his name of his, uh, his fans. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. The which is fine. Which is fine. Oh, he can have that. Yeah. But, you know, for us, we, we want to know. Ooh, George Clooney? Totally. Y'all. Barack what? Obama, Barry, as I like to Our call him, president. Could, oh, is ever gonna, but I, I, I do feel disrespectful talking about him like in that I did, way. But you know what? Congratulations and all <laughs> praise to Michelle Obama because we love her. We, we do. Yes. Her disrespect for her. We're, We're not just gonna, saying she did that. You did that, and yeah. he did that, and he did because that because you're stunning. They are both and smart in all the things. Power couple forever. Base first family forever. But bravo, Barack sister. Is, Barack is beautiful. Yes. Ooh, Will Smith. Uh-huh. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. will look in person. Look. <laughs> we've t- I've talked about this in the podcast, Corey, you recall. In person? Mm, I'm sorry, Jada, up. with all due respect. Right. But you did know, that. She sis. knows what she got. But you know what I was and he knows what he got. They know. I was telling this to Ashley that I do prefer Will when he lets his grade come. Yes. Me when too. he dies, I get it. He has to die for roles. Uh not the same the when, he lets it, when he lets it in ooh. and he's keeping that youthful you know he uses that thousand dollar moisturizer you can tell mm-hmm. Julie I don't know what brand it is but you can tell when people's moisturizer costs more than Lemire. my house okay Lamare. Lamare. Oh, you right. tell when someone's moisturizer yeah. costs more than your house yeah you can look at Jayla like you yeah. can you can I mean, tell they're all, they're I mean look at Diddy's vampires. skin let's be real let's look at Diddy's yes. skin yes oh. Diddy's skin Pharrell I always say I will, I aspire to be rich enough to moisturize properly <laughs> because I got you. We're going to go in the beauty closet. I'm going to hook you up. You know, I love a moisture. I love to moisturize, but I, you, when you can do it to where you can see that it's working. Wait, yeah. can I show y'all a story? I'll That's long is. money. <laughs> it's not, it's not a bad story. Well, a long time ago. I was talking with Brandy. And you know, we used to do like a column or something about drugstore fines or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what is your drugstore? And she was hesitant. <laughs> and she was like, and then I said, well, what do you use? And she's like, Lemur. Uh-huh. Like, she, like, <laughs> she was like, sis, she was I like, haven't stepped foot in a drugstore in a long time. <laughs> what are those? She was like, what's face? a drugstore? Is what that are those? like a CVS? <laughs> no, we, I don't do that. We don't do she that. Like, I realized, like, oh, there's a whole other echelon yeah. of beauty products. Girl, she probably doesn't even get her cotton swabs there. She probably doesn't even go. She like, sends her assistant hello. to go to the drugstore. <laughs> she rolls up to Neiman Marcus and gets her Lemaire. Do you know what I miss? Lifestyles of the Fabulous Life of. Remember that show? Mm-hmm. Was that VH1? BT, um, MTV, one of them. Yeah. But remember they would tell you and they would break down. And that's when I realized there was such thing as a Gucci ice tray. 
Oh, yeah. Mm. Or Chanel, yeah, I think. And I was like, wait, what? Chanel surfboard. There's like just ridiculous things. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it's, you know, it's crazy. Okay. Before we get into BB, I will shout out one more Zaddy. Who? This Have y'all seen deep. Lenny Kravitz lately? Oh, my Sis. I never not saw him. I, when did <laughs> that you not man? See him? He is. Hmm. Whoever took child. his glasses, give him back. I know. Stop it. <laughs> Give the man back his sunglasses. Oh, he's so fine. So he, he has zero body fat, oh, and so he beautiful. has such like a like a athletic swag, but still like I don't know, like he's not. I don't know. I want to say I love an athletic build, but like he's just giving that strong shoulder. Yeah, I need some strong shoulders to hold me. I have don't some you just at home. Feel like Shout if out you were to my husband. Him, your whole <laughs> chakra would be aligned. Oh and like God. he just you know? feels like someone who if you're in his presence like your whole spirit yeah. would just be like on point yeah like there would be a sage burning at all times oh my god jam sessions in the kitchen somewhere, and you just be like unbothered you're um, making like he's making you breakfast you're drinking orange juice he's got his guitar it's fresh out. squeeze on oh my god fresh squeeze with probably turmeric in there or something he's playing like the guitar for you and just be wearing like moo's with no bra and he wakes up with his beard and hair perfect that was a good one for you. I'm glad you reminded okay. me of him. Yeah, I have to say, I do love my job because I can say all these things and be working. Oh, yes. <laughs> if I didn't work here. It's for the culture. It's, it's for, for the culture, culture y'all. It's for the culture. But just so you guys know. My husband's still the finest we man on earth to me, for the record. <laughs> I just want to make that Ditto. know. Love you, son. Love you, G. I'm serious. You know, everyone know. Continue, Corey. Just had to get that on record. That's my baby. <laughs> you know, I got to go home. <laughs> I hear that. So you glad that Max is like, where do you get your podcast? I don't understand where your podcast is from. Be like, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Um, But uh, while we love and respect our zaddies, and yes, we just had a funny moment with that, we did have a uh, respectful conversation with Mr. BB1. A very respectful and wonderful conversation. But we had a lot of fun. Um, Like Julie mentioned, She's been a fan, a longtime fan. You'll hear my story. I've been a longtime fan. Charlie's a fan. We had a wonderful time. He is telling us great stories. My favorite story, really quickly, was the fact that he wasn't born a Winans. No, that was so, the best tea. Yes. That was and he really broke it down see. for us. Yeah. And then the story of like his mom's reaction to his weight loss. Yeah. Hilarious. Hilarious. I'm still Wait laughing. till y'all hear that. That is. Hang in there for that one. So great. And just like. You know, going with his music being, you know, spiritual and secular mm-hmm. and like having both the of journey. those mm-hmm. audiences. I love that journey, too, and how he embraces all of that. But yep. it was very cool. Tell us what you guys think after the interview. Hashtag Guest Girl Podcast. We read them. I re- I'm always checking the hashtag. I want to know what you think. Good, bad. Otherwise, if something made you laugh. We love it when people respond. Corey found her ice chewers on yes. Twitter. Shout so out. Shout we're out. here for you. Ice crunchers. All right, BB Winans, y'all ready? Julie, ready? I'm so ready. And please, please, please download the color files on all the places you find your podcasts, Apple, Spotify, Stitcher. I would really appreciate it. Comment, like, all of that stuff. Get into it. Up next, more Yes Girl to come. I have had a long journey with my hair. Yeah. Um, I have logged so many hours in the trenches of my hair. Um, I mean, it, it dates back to high school. Um, and I would wake up and before I even put my glasses on, I would call the weather. And if it was anything (laughs) over 67% humidity, I would not wash my hair. I stopped relaxing my hair, um, the summer before 10th grade, which was like 87, 88, 89, 87, 88, I think. Mm -hmm. So since 87, 88, I have not. So you were on the natural hair. I was on the, I was a track runner and I just found that Mm -hmm. putting heat on my hair too difficult. And I wanted Mm -hmm. to figure out how to wear my hair. It was really a long journey. Um, I tried every product under the sun. Um, and about 20 years ago, I started thinking about the idea 15 years ago about, um, I remember going into a hair, 
like a like a salon um, like beauty supply shop that had mm-hmm. a salon in the back. Yeah. And a guy was like, oh, my God. It was during Girlfriends. He was like, oh, my God. Do you know how many people come in here with a magazine pullout of your hair and tell me they want your hair? And I tell Facts. them I'm going to have to sew it in. And I was like, no, 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 no. You don't have to sew it in. I was like, what are you talking about? He was like, girl, people can't have your hair. I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. No, 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 no. It's not about sewing the hair. Right. I was like, it's about the products. Exactly. If we have the right products to nourish our hair, to hydrate, to moisturize, yes. to soothe, to create clumping and slippage in our hair, if we have the right products and the right tools, your hair can do anything. Yeah. And it's truly a, like an act of self-care. It's, it like is an act of self-care. Of your, your hair, the hair that grows out yes. of your head. And understanding it and learning it and knowing the mm-hmm. legacy that it comes from, mm-hmm. allowing it to defy gravity the way yes. it is meant to, allowing it to be the crown that is on your head, yes. allowing the hidden secrets that were buried in our braids and in our locks oh and maps. all of that. There are maps the to ma- freedom. The maps to freedom that into were our into our, that are, were braided into our hair. The moments between our mothers and our aunts and our grandmother's legs as the yeah. legacy and the history of our families and our culture were literally lot like blessed into Mm -hmm. our locks and our hair and our tresses Mm -hmm. and our scalps, the meditative serums that were concocted in our kitchens, in our bathrooms at like, there is a, um, a dance that has been occurring through our hair for an eternity. Are you ready? I'm ready for this. Are you ready for this, Corey? I think we're in the the spirit of greatness. Yes. I think so, we're too. We're in the house of holiness. Yes, Corey, yes. And God forgive me if you think I'm being making too many jokes, Lord. I don't mean to because this is, I'm getting chills. It's a glorious moment on Yes Girl. There, okay. We ha- First of all, all right, let's get to business because we don't have a lot of time. I'm Corey Murray. I'm Charlie Penn, and we have a special guest with us. Who's here? Hi. Julie it's Wilson. Julie Wilson, Global Beauty Director here at Essence and host of the podcast, The Color Files. And she's here because she's the biggest fan of our very special guest. I am. Julie, please introduce I us mean, here I mean, I, it's... B.B. Winans. I mean, like, I can't even. He's sitting right here, so it's just, like, hard for me. I'm literally sweating. Um, But B.B. Winans is here. This is iconic and epic, and I had to insert myself into this podcast. She cried. Because the second Charlie told me that we were talking to you today, I was just floored, and I was like, I have to be here. Thank you. So this is really special for me and all of us in this room because you are just, you mean so much to music and to the culture, and we are just so blessed to have you here. Thank you. Welcome. Good morning. Welcome. Thank you. I'm I'm glad to be here. You know, I, 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 I get caught off guard sometimes when I meet people and they tell me what my music has meant to them. Um, and it, it causes every sacrifice because there's a sacrifice that comes with traveling and leaving your kids and they're saying, daddy don't go. And you say, I gotta go, but I'll be back. And, and you miss out on some things, but when you meet up with people and they tell you, because of this song, you helped me through the hardest time of life, it's worth every sacrifice. That is, uh, you know, that's come along with what I've done. So thank you. Thank you. Mr. Wine, as I have uh-huh. to say, we were talking about this. Uh, just go back for a minute. The first album, you and your sister, uh-huh. BB and Cece. I played that album like I played my Prince album. <laughs> like, I played it all the time. Celebrate New Life. Yes. Um, yes. Thoughts Without You. Hold Up the Light, Bridge Over Total yeah. Troubled Water, Heaven. Like, you don't know how much you shaped me. And, you know, and I, and I actually, I'm about to get emotional, but... You know, when I was in, I was in high school when mm-hmm. this album, you know, I, was my, I think it was my senior year or I was going to think about going to college. And it really was the foundation for like I needed to go to college because I was wow. coming into my own spirituality, wow. my own relationship with God. Uh-huh. And it, but also your music was cool. I mean, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Don't, like no offense to like traditional. Right. You know, because. Y'all were played on the radio, yeah. right? It was on the radio. So I kind of felt like you all helped shape my own relationship with God mm-hmm. um, 
through your music and and now here you are <laughs> sitting in front of me <laughs> and you know what charlie i gotta say he's looking really good oh. <laughs> Ow. You we, know, were, we were joking. We were saying, "Do you know you were like the original bearded bay?" Because you know, yes, <laughs> he's blushing. No, I'm so tickled because my because my beard has taken on a life of its own, and and so there's been situations that has happened, and, and, and one that I won't forget. I was going on stage, going going on stage to sing, and so this security guard, tall, big security guard, I'm walking by him, and without any permission he touched my beard right and i looked and i said whoa he said i'm sorry he said man i'm sorry i'm married me and my wife was talking about your beard and she said honey is it real he said i don't know but he's on the show tomorrow and i'm gonna touch you to make sure i said you could have asked and i could have told you it's real but it's just hilarious to me and and my beard you know, just it turned gray. It turned gray. And I said, you know what? It's too much problem to keep dying this. And I just said, let it go. And it has been hilarious how it's meant a lot to a lot of it's people. Glorious. It's My daughter glorious. told me, Dad, I will divorce you if you cut your beard off. Do you use all the oils and the things? I do. There's a beard. It's, it's a product called Beard. Um, I forget. There's a couple of things. So I'll wash it. I'll put this product in and... It just goes. It, it you have goes a whole its routine. Way. It could have, have its own Instagram account. It really could. <laughs> I'm just gonna put that as you direct. Look at it. It's flawless. It is flawless. <laughs> it is but, flawless. But to go back to 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 what you said, one of the things that was important to me was was a groove. Mm. Mm. I it, I enjoyed a groove. I enjoyed a mid-tempo song. So when I was coming up. Uh, my father was a quartet lover, and he wouldn't allow anything other than gospel into our household. But, you know, we lived in Detroit, so we heard everything outside of that. And I wanted to make what I was going through in life, what God meant to me in every aspect of my life, I wanted to express that through through the, 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 the type of music I enjoy um, mixed up with poetry because I loved poetry mm. and I wanted my songs to reflect I was in the fourth grade y'all and the teacher said I'm gonna tell you guys I'm gonna uh, we're gonna read a poem and all the ki- other kids was going to sleep but this thing just caused me to like sit up it was called the wind why does the wind so want to be here in my little room with me when he's all the world to blow about and just because I keep him out he cannot wait a moment still but frets upon my windowsill and sometimes brings a noisy rain to help him better at the pain upon my door he comes and knocks and he rattles and rattles at the locks he lifts the lax and stirs the key and waits a moment previously tell me why does the wind so want to be here in my little room with me. And I was like, yes. yes. <laughs> Wait a minute. I oh, know I'm gonna snap. That was <laughs> that was fourth grade, y'all. Oh my gosh. I never you forgot that poem. And I said grade. to myself, I wanna write songs like, like that that, that mm-hmm. cause people to sit back and say, No, what 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 did he say? Yeah. And so that's how love without lost without you and mm-hmm. I owe you me and various songs that I've written, it was because I was affected by the wind. <laughs> See, so Corey was sharing her story about how your music affected her and her life. Julie has a good one coming up. Well, I'm just curious. I know people constantly come up to you and tell you how your work and your music work has changed their lives. Mm-hmm. What's the one, the story that sticks with you? This young man said, I was going to commit suicide. I gave mm-hmm. up on life. But because I decided right before he did it, he put on the Heaven album and decided to give life another chance. That I will never forget. Mm. Never will forget. And so, you know, people ask, so is it exciting to win the Grammy? That's nice. And other things, the accolades that come with what you do and hard work and everything. and, 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 And that's all nice. But people have always been the beat of my heart. So whether it's big or small, to know I have helped. You know, I lost my mother and it was because this song and this song and this song. That's what I live for. But that's one I never will forget. Oh my 
and like the relationships that you've helped like just strengthen like I mean me I'm a daddy's girl for sure Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and I called my dad before you got here and I put him on speaker and I was like I'm gonna interview BB Winans and he was like oh my gosh he was like tell him I'm his his biggest fan and I was like I will and it's so funny because you know our relationship was strong before but I remember listening to you with him and our bond just getting stronger and stronger through your voice and just being in the room with you and hearing your voice is just like surreal to me and when we were in college I like you know I worked hard and I and I got all my coins together and I bought a ticket to your concert in Philadelphia this had to be in like 2003 maybe Uh and I've surprised my dad by buying a ticket Uh for him and I to come Uh see you in Philly Uh and Uh it was just like such a great like father and daughter moment and for him to know that like not only do I love you that I want to like have this moment with you but it's a it's a BB like concert and like that really touched his his heart you know and for us to experience that together is just like so important that sends chills to me (laughs) it really really does because family is important Mm -hmm. you know and any and everything that can bring family together it is valuable and so the thing is, for me, you you just never know. You really mm-hmm. never know what you've done and how you've helped. And 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 one of the things that that I, I like to tell tell others is that my music has helped me. Mm. And you know tell what you because it's it's through the pain that I've written a lot of these songs. So when people mm. say here, I need to know, yes, it's okay. Can I hurt all this storm? It was because of a storm. Now, <laughs> it was because of a storm that I was going through that I didn't know if I was gonna make it. So when I listened to, I could tell you where I was and what I was going through with every song that you heard. Wow. Speaking of songs, you're here because you're about to bless us with new music. Yes. The Amen. album. I'm going to need you. Um, but I'm curious about the song uh, He Promised Me because it came out before, but this is a different This is a different groove like yes. you mentioned before. So yes. can you tell me about the, the choice to do the remix of it? Oh, but wait till you hear the rest oh. of the album. Um, can I say... I, I guess I can say because I'm him. <laughs> but <laughs> this is the, no, no. I think this is my best work. Wow. All right. Ever. And you, I've always been more passionate about writing than singing. Mm-hmm. So if I had to choose, I would have always chosen writing. Um, but there's songs on this album um, that will remind you of some of those other songs. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's um, my journey of what's happened the last 10 years of my life. Okay. You know, um, I think that it will, it would hit home. Let's just say this one song will cause everybody to say, <gasps> and I, it took me a while to even say, yes, I'll do it. And so the other day we was in Los Angeles at a radio station and I didn't even know they had the record and they played it and it caught me off guard. And then Stevie Wonder was his station. He called in and and blessed it. And so that's entitled Power of Love by Luther Vandross. (gasps) (laughs) I just got chills. Oh, Oh, I'm telling y'all when he, when, it started, Amazing. I was like, oh, whoa. See, you know, okay, so a secret. Luther and I, on various albums, I would either fly into Los Angeles or Luther would be here in New York, and we would ride around in the car together, and we would listen to each other's album. And he would suggest what single I should release, and I would suggest what single he should release. Uh-huh. So one of the singles he suggested was Addictive Love. He said, mm-hmm. oh, that's y'all first single. Mm-hmm. And yeah. one of the singles I chose was Dance With My Father. Oh. You know, so he played See? such a... <laughs> Look at this. He played Sonic. such an intricate part. Anointing, though. And, you know, a lot of BBNCC records, he arranged some of the background and would sing on a lot of the background for us, you know, so 
you know, I, so it was hard. It was hard. It was uh, uh, a real therapeutic thing for me because it was, it was a double whammy for me when he passed because my brother Ronald passed right before him. And so it was, oh, it took me some time to even mm-hmm. to, to grab that. Yeah. Um, so going in the studio and doing that was, whoa. <laughs> it was daring too, you know. You did, just you feel, did you feel him as you were recording? I, 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 could, I, could, I, could feel, I could feel him smiling. You know, because we we would we would talk about a lot of things, and we would say, "Nah, people shouldn't touch certain songs." You know, nobody should do a redo a Gladys Knight song. That's what. Don't even try. So even when me and Cece did, I take you there. It was like, let's think about this now. And then, <laughs> and then I called Mavis and said, "Why don't you do this with us?" And so that's what you know made that one a little bit easier, and we had a great time. But. Can't wait for you to hear that one. But He Promised Me came through my journey that has a lot to do with my Broadway show that's coming to Broadway. Congratulations. Thank yeah. you. And it's the same title of your book. Of the book, Born for This. The book oh. is coming out October 29th. October, Hello. Yeah. And so it's been You're giving us that, so much. that journey. Didn't know everything was going to come at the same time, <laughs> but it's like, okay, here we go. But it's that journey that I learned that all the promises that God has made, mm-hmm. that he is good on his promises. Amen. But if we don't believe him, nothing can happen. I've heard that so many times, like an anecdote, like when you do, when you don't believe in God, it's like so disrespectful to him. Like yes. it breaks his heart mm-hmm. that you don't believe. Offended. Be- yeah. I, can, okay. I can really honestly see God saying, oh, really? <laughs> I mean, you're going to take up my time and ask me right. and then don't believe I can do it? Yeah. You know, I mean, seriously, with our family or with our children, with my daughter said, Dad, is it possible you could take me to the, yeah, son, I really, what, baby, (laughs) if you don't believe I can take you, then why are you wasting my time? That's the same thing I believe with God. The other one, I'm going to quote it wrong, but it's something about you keep asking God for things, but you're not, you're still, you haven't attacked, you haven't finished the the to-do list he already gave you. Yeah. Mm. That one sits with me all the time. It's like you're up here praying for more, but you still have instructions that you haven't followed. I mean, faith without Without works works. Mm -hmm. is dead. So a lot of times, hey, let's just take it for me. Let's take it. Hey, I, I, I don't mind throwing my personal life out there. Some people like to hide behind the reality of life. And I have my ups, I have my downs. And so one of the things that I found out that I had to put some work into it was I woke up, me and Cece was doing the relationship album. And we were going to be in Los Angeles <laughs> for a month. And I remember getting out to shower and it was a big mirror in front of the shower. And the words came out my mouth, who are these people getting out the shower? Because I look <laughs> like been there. Plural. these, Plural. <laughs> I look like four of BBs. And I got dressed, went downstairs and I was the nearest gym, went there, joined, looked around, and I left, and I bought some clothes, came back the next day. I saw one of the guys who was training previously on the next day. He had nobody to talk to him. He said, I'll train you. Put me on a treadmill for two minutes. I thought I was going to see Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) I was about to die and go see Jesus. So afterwards, after the first worker, he said, so what's your goals? I said, okay. I weigh 255 pounds, I want to be 180 pounds. I'm a 39 waist, I want to be a 32 waist. And I gave him all these things. I was 33 years old. He said, okay, so what you have for breakfast? I said, oh, oh, we going there. Um, <laughs> I had three eggs, scrambled with cheese, bacon, hash brown, croissant. And so he said, okay, so you coming back tomorrow? I said, yeah. He said, okay, so for breakfast, instead of three eggs, have two eggs, scrambled with cheese, Bacon, hash brown. I said, well, no, I could do that. Mm-hmm. Went back to work out after he asked me what I breakfast, told him. He said, okay, so what I'm trying to tell you is it took you 33 years to get to where you are. Mm-hmm. Give yourself more than three days to get to where you want to go. Mm-hmm. All right? So I learned then a lot of Christians, we pray for magic. Yes. Mm-hmm. Instead of miracles. We want it to happen right away. Yes. Miracles you have to apply. You got to work with God. Yes. Okay. So so even with weight loss, you have to apply yourself. You know, don't believe in diets. 
I'd lost 80 some pounds, mm-hmm. kept it off, and it was not a diet. Yeah. Don't believe in them. No. So if I want me some chicken, I go get me some chicken. Well, right. we saw your thing about um, you, you got that pancake the other day. Right. Yeah. You're like, what I'm going to do, <laughs> I'm going to have this pancake. But I was but. like, yes, <laughs> you better eat that pancake. <laughs> Sometimes yeah. you have to have what you want. Yeah. You know? Yes. Moderation. There will be nobody. You I tell know? a friend of mine, there will be nobody at my funeral saying he didn't have no cake. Yes, <laughs> yes he did. <laughs> but what's the magic for you? Like, is it just like you are just, it's working out. You're like, I have to stay on this regimen of working out. I'm going to indulge and like live life, but I know I have to what work out when, when I started this, this journey, um, because there's nothing about working out. People would think you enjoy. I do not enjoy working out at all. <laughs> if it was fun, it would be called work fun. Right. It's called or fun out. Fun out. You know, it's called work, work out. Yeah. So, it's, but I learned the benefits from it, and the most important benefits is the therapeutic. Mm-hmm. It is so therapeutic when I know something's happening, a, a phone call is going to happen. Before I talk to them, let me run seven miles. Because <laughs> if I run, seven? I'll be ready for, yeah, seven one, two, miles three, four, every five, day. Seven, hold on. Seven, <laughs> seven, <laughs> okay. She said, one, two, three, four, five, together. Can we skip ah, one, two, seven? <laughs> I did seven this morning before I came to see y'all. Oh, wow. But you also told us you go to bed at 6.30. But last night I went to bed at 11. But you go to bed regularly. But I was up early. at four, and I was in those streets running Central Park at five thirty. So you watch no primetime television. None. When I bump into people and they say, you know, my shows, I say, oh, if it don't come on before three, <laughs> I don't know happen. you. you don't be offended. Don't like, be okay. offended. The stories. The stories. The stories is all he's watching. Oh, my God. And, and, but I still go to movies. Okay. I go to movies, but I go to matinees. Netflix, all the things. Huh? Matinees. Oh, yes. Okay. okay. Mr. Myers, we have to ask this because we didn't know this. Um, but there was a moment where you were not going to be a Winans? Oh, ah. I mean, I this, was a Glenn. A Glenn. I, I'm really We're shocked. Saying it doesn't hit the same. It don't hit the same. No. Ladies and no. gentlemen, BB and CC Glenn. No. Nope. no, 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 no. Well, nope. CC was never a Glenn. Okay. She was always a Winans. So tell us the story. And that's what, you know, people, people don't. And that's what's been the joy of bo- doing the book as well as the musical, right? Because people don't really know our story. People don't know if it wasn't for Jim and Tammy Faye Baker, there would be no BB and CC as a duet because we weren't a duet, you know. Um, so, so it's so it's a lot there. But my father's parents were never married, so he was born out of wedlock, and his father denied it was his child. So my father took on his mother's name, which was Laura Glenn. And all, and when he got married to mom, who's you know Glenn, and up until me, uh, after me, you know, we had seven boys straight, and then three girls came after me, and so he had a strained relationship with his father, but he loved his grandfather, which was my great grandfather, I W Winans, and so before my great father, great grandfather passed, he came to my father and said. You love me, right? And my father said, yes, I love you. He said, well, I want my name to remain in this earth. Mm. He said, change your name. And my father said, yes. And he marched us down to the courthouse, and he changed our names from Glenn to Winans. Oh my God. And what that change was becoming a part of music history. Yeah. Even know you it. know, mm-hmm. it's funny because my brother Ronald, his middle name was Winans. So, so he, he became Ronald, Ronald Winans Winans. Winans. <laughs> <laughs> that's for real. But see at the courthouse, man, yeah. like, why y'all do me like this? Winans Winans. This is crazy, right? <laughs> I need a nickname but immediately. That's, <laughs> <laughs> that's what I would say. <laughs> yeah, and, 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 and so, so the Glens were upset. I this bet. wasn't no happiness. Oh, this is a joy because they took care of my father. His father, my yeah. my his uh, biological father, never took care of him. Mm-hmm. So up until he was twenty something years old, they were like, "Really? We took care of you, and then you're gonna change your name because they want you." 
It was not a, a happy situation. So there's still some glens that are big mad. Right? Yeah, but, 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 but we're very close okay. to the glen. Okay. Okay. You know, my, okay. my father was an only child, mm -hmm. and so his 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 they were like brothers and sisters, which was the glens. You mm -hmm. know, so very very close to the glens. Okay. Good. <laughs> okay, so I have to I have to ask you about this. So okay. I am will always be the biggest Whitney Houston fan on earth. They can attest to that. Thank I'm still you. grieving. I'll never get over her loss. You, I know you were close. Yeah. What's the Whitney that you remember? We've seen documentaries. We've gotten to know other sides of her and all of that. But I we always, know you wrote a book about we it. Have, it's in your book. That was yes. my, I was listening to. I just to, want to talk about you and Whitney. I was listening to a song. I was playing for Daryl. He was coming over. There was a song I wrote called I'm Taking a Chance on Loving You. And it was on the international record for I'm Your Baby Tonight. And so a singer, she was one of the most incredible singers. And, and that one is still hard because, you know, the phone would ring sometimes and I would pick up the phone and say, hello. And the other side of the phone would be, hey, my brother. <laughs> Instead of saying hello, she would sing hello. And so there were so many things and so many memories that she left me with, right? So you have to understand. So Whitney, when she would turn whatever age in August, in September, I became older than her. So with Stair Steps, I was the oldest, Whitney, and then Cece's right under Whitney, as far as age. And so at some point, she looked at me. She said, you really think you're my father. You can tell me what, you, what I want. I said, I ain't your father, but you're going to obey me. So it was just that we just, it was just like family, right? And so one of the funniest things I think I ever I think I ever had with, with Whitney was, you know, there was that media thing that Whitney and Mariah couldn't oh, stand each mm -hmm. other, right? Yeah. Rivalry. They had never even met each other, right? <laughs> right? And so we were at the American Music Awards, and, and I was telling Whitney, I said, you know what? Because after her performance, we were going to leave. And I said, this is what you're going to do. When we leave, you've never met her. You stop right in front of her, and you reach out your hand and say hi. And Whitney said, boy, I'm not doing it. I said, yes, you are. You're going to be bigger than all this stuff. Mm -hmm. I mean, we're going back and forth, back and forth. And finally, she says, <laughs> she says, okay, I'm going to do it. All right, all right. So, you know, CC in front of, and then Robin and me, and Whitney was in back. It was all planned. So we went and from there, we would go right out to the, to the car. And so Whitney stopped, and I kept walking, and she spoke to Mariah, right? And so we're walking, and then she catches up, and she pushes me in the back, and I hear, she said, walk fast, walk fast. I was like, walk fast, walk fast. So we walking fast, walk fast. And you know, everybody said, hey, and she said, thank you, thank you, thank you. She couldn't wait to get in the car. We got in the car. With that door closed, she said, boy, I never said doing anything. You said. I said, what happened? What happened? She said, BB, oh, my God. She said, I stopped and I turned around and I put my hand out and said, hi, Mariah. I'm Whitney. She said, and Mariah turned her head like she didn't hear nothing and just turned her head. And Whitney said, and the jersey inside of me. Yes, jersey. She said, the excuse me? She said, the jersey inside of me said, grab her hair. <laughs> Immediately. I said, what did you do? And she said, I said, no, 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 say no low rebuke you. When they go low. Oh, more. Oh, Whitney. Oh, no Hot wonder she was pushing you. Hilarious. She had it in her. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. She said, <laughs> thank you for that story. Hilarious. I miss her every day. I miss her. Me too. BB. All right. Before you go, one more thing before you go. Yes. This book. I mean, what can we expect? What's in it? What made you want to even write this? And, and actually, I wanted to read the first uh your first paragraph here, okay. uh, the chapter who I am, because you said, I've been so many people in my life, a kid, a son, a boy, a brother, a friend, a grocery store clerk, a choir singer, a husband, a father, a Grammy winner, a Grammy loser, a producer, an entertainer. 
I've followed the path set before me and I've experienced a world tailor-made for me just like yours is tailor-made for you. But each experience has taught me just a little bit more I needed to get by, to overcome, to find success, to mend fences, to realize a dream. I mean, what really prompted you to finally tell your story or want to tell your story? I've always felt I would tell my story in book form, Mm -hmm. but I said no one should write anything until they're 50-something. And so at this age, I feel like I can say something that I've experienced and really understand. And so what I've understood about my life is my life is like anyone else's life, just different stories, different uh, names, different places. But at the same time, it has not been what people assume it's been. I wanted people to know that I got rejected at 17. I wanted people to know that a lot of doors were slammed in my face, that I got lost. I wanted people to know that I had uh, became addicted to, to gambling. I wanted the people to know that through all this, God's love was never wavery. It was always there. He's always there through your highs and through your lows. And through that, it made me who I am. Wow. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for all of this. Thank, but you. Wait. Thank you for your time. But Charlie, you have one more question. Starts- Go for it. I hate you, Grace. <laughs> um, we, we were laughing before you came. We were talking about, like we said, that you being the original Bearded Bay and all of that, and we're just laughing. And we were seeing someone on Twitter refer to you as a zaddy. Do you know what that means? What is a zaddy? <laughs> you don't know what that is? I don't know what that is. Julie? I go to bed early. <laughs> Charlie, this is, this is definitely your lane. I'm going to let you take this one. But okay. Thanks. Okay. What is a zaddy? Just a, 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 an older man who's uh-huh. a man of certain a man, a man of a certain age who's okay. got the uh, ultimate. Look, older is good. <laughs> oh, okay, all right. I go with older. I would be fifty-seven. Now that Ooh, surprises okay. me. Okay, I feel it sometimes. <laughs> In the knees. Okay, the knees. That, oh, everywhere, <laughs> teeth and everything else. Okay, but Zaddy, older person, that would be okay. With all the sex appeal and the okay. love that, who's just okay. fine. The and swag. Just say, you know, forever fine. Okay. Stylish. With the salt and pepper, the style, yes. Okay. So Erica, Erica Campbell, <laughs> um, I, I did her show, and she said, I got to talk to you. And she, they've been like nieces, you know, a lot of people that come up in the industry. And she said, I really got to talk to you. I said, okay. So after the show, she put me over the side. She said, we got to do something about this. I was, I, Erica, what are you talking about? She said, the comments that the women are leaving on the thing about See? you is starting to offend me. I said, See? what What are you talking about? So you and see? she read some of the things. And, 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 and there's been times, because on my Instagram, I encourage people to, to move, to exercise. And no matter what I say, and I can give a, even a scripture, and then there'll be some comments saying, boy, you are fine. <laughs> With all the eyes and all the eyes and all like, the ears. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't say nothing about it. You were like, my hashtag is get it done. Okay. Oh, hello. <laughs> I don't understand. Well, they're trying to get it done to become the next <laughs> Mrs. Wyatt. <laughs> Oh Those my God! So shots. zaddy. So if somebody goes by me and say, "Oh, you zaddy," so that means that's a compliment. It's a compliment. Okay. It's a compliment. In the name of Jesus. In the, In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. <laughs> well, people, okay, I'm gonna say this, and then I'm. I'm and then we gotta go. We gotta no, go. So my mom. Mm-hmm. You know. So there's two things that's happened, and you know, I lost the weight, and this and that. Um, I don't. Follow, I don't have security. You know. I. You know. Never. So, but I've had two break-ins. Oh. There was one Puerto Rican woman drove from Florida, broke into my house, was up in my house for three days. <gasps> I was out of town, but but found this out, this and that. Okay. And then this other woman from Kentucky broke in. I mean, it, it was kind of crazy. So I was like, wow. All right, this is getting out of control. So, you know, my mother... <laughs> So I don't live in a gated community mm-hmm. at all. And so my mom, you have to know, my mother is queen worry, queen okay. worry, but I am her baby. Mm-hmm. And so the other family member says, oh, here come her baby boy. You know, so my mother called me 
And I told her what was going on. She said, oh, sweetie, BB. I said, Mama, don't worry. I, you know, the police is there. They got such and such. And she said, you know what? You know, you're going to have to. And I just knew my mother was going to tell me that I was going to have to move into a gated community mm-hmm. and this and that. She went on. She said, baby, you, you going to, you, uh, listen, you going to have to get fat again. <laughs> These people went after you when you was, was fat. She spoke it plain. I said, Mama. She spoke it plain. She's on it. She knows the community before we go back. Before I'm going back. BB, thank you for being here. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Truly. And we're going to slide into your DMs about these tickets to this Broadway play. Okay? okay? This musical when it's coming. But that's it. And we know you're going to read them because you're on Instagram. (laughs) Happy. Yes. Yes. But a pleasure. I appreciate it. And everything that you've said really means a lot to me to continue to do what what we do. Thank you. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you to this week's guest, B.B. Winans. And you guys, we see you with 3 million downloads and counting. Don't forget to rate, comment, and subscribe. We appreciate it. Be sure to listen, download, or subscribe to more episodes of Yes Yes Girl, Girl, featuring interviews with Jada Pinkett Smith, Amanda Seals, Ayala Van Zandt, and Michael B. Jordan. You can find Yes Girl on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, and wherever you listen to podcasts. Apple listeners, yes, that's you. Be sure to leave a review and let us know what you think. We love reviews. Give us reviews. More, more reviews. Thank you. Don't forget to talk to us on social. At Corey Murray. At Charlie Penn on Instagram and at ManWifeDog on Twitter. Be sure to use hashtag YesGirlPodcast. Love ya. Talk to you soon.